Welcome everybody to the George D. Football Show. I'm your host, George D. And this is your premier destination for sports talk in the known universe. Um, so, this, this podcast today, today I got fired up um, because the 49ers... Um, I, I, I uncovered some troubling allegations against made against the 49ers franchise in their dominant run um, from 1981 to 1994 the, um, the 49ers have a legacy of cheating they they cheated the salary cap in 1994 um, they were fined almost a million dollars which was not a lot in today's day but they're pretty severe penalties um, two executives were fined Carmen Policy um, and Dwight I think it was Dwight Clark um, because in 1994, they worked around, illegally worked around the salary cap to add players. They added eight players in 1994, six of whom had been to Pro Bowls. And executives around the league were wondering how the 49ers were able to land these guys. And, and um, it was... It was found out that they were cheating. They were fined. Their executives who, who were with the Browns in 2000 were fined for stuff they did while employed by the 49ers in 1994. And the 49ers franchise was docked draft picks. In 2002. Hold on, let me make sure I'm getting this straight. They were draft. They were they were docked a draft pick in two thousand and one, and in two thousand and two. So they cheated in nineteen ninety four. That's when they were caught. But like I said, there had been rumblings from executives in the NFL that they had been cheating, going back to the early eighties. And there's an article, I will cite San Francisco Gate, um, that, that their owner, Eddie DeBartolo, at the time, would give these players gifts. He would give them Rolexes. He would take their families on vacation to Hawaii. And he was paying for it. That's cheating. Though that's that's cheating. You can't do that, and and he was known for doing that, and and, and he was giving them expensive liquors and wines, just to entice them to come play for the 49ers on top of their NFL salaries, which they were already making. So, to me, this is cheating. All right. And, and and Jerry Rice, the great 49er, who was a great player, 
And then on top of being a great talent and extremely durable, he was also cheating. He would put stickum on his gloves. A stickum which gives you great friction on your hands, right? So as soon as the football comes in contact with your hands, and he already had the great receiving skills. And then on top of that, he put stickum on, like that made him, any ball that came near him, he was going to catch. And he was, he was able to get wide open with the route running and the play design. So all uh, Montana and Steve Young had to do, and Steve Young was named in this 1994 cheating scandal. He was paid off the books by the 49ers. So he cheated too. That Super Bowl MVP that he won, the Niners were cheating. They were paying players more than other teams were playing. They signed Deion Sanders that year. They signed Gary Plummer. They signed um, Lee Woodall, Ricky Jackson. They signed the dude on the offensive line. They signed... Because the Cowboys had beat the crap out of the 49ers in 1992 and in 1993 in the NFC Championship game. And the 49ers cheated in 1994. They added a bunch of guys to beat Dallas. That was their main hurdle because in the Super Bowl, the, the, the Chargers were no contest. The Chargers were a good, solid club. They won the AFC, but they were no, they were going to be no contest for Dallas or for San Francisco. And San Francisco cheated to get past Dallas. So there needs to be an asterisk to that 90, 1994 San Francisco championship. Because they were fined, their executives were fined, the franchise was fined, and docked draft picks. That was cheating. All right, if we're going to if we're going to if if in the sports universe in the sports realm here in the USA, if we're going to make say Pete Rose you cheated, you can't be in the Hall of Fame for gambling, you have to say the 49ers need an asterisk and, and that championship from 1994 needs to be called into question and maybe even stripped you can just go back and strip them of that title because they were only caught with these players, but that, that those were the dummies that, that were caught. They, you know they were doing it with other guys because, like I said, there had been rumblings from other executives in the NFL as to how the Niners were able to keep their guys. If you remember the, the 80s 49ers, they were stacked. They had so many good players, and, and people were wondering how were they able to keep them. Number one, there was no salary cap, and free agency did not exist in, in its current form. So they were just able to monopolize all those good players and cheat on top of that. So if a team was able to make a, a, a contract offer to a player... On the Niners, the Niners would be like, look, we'll match that contract. And then over here on the side, a couple a couple vacations to, to Hawaii. 
on our on 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 our dime we got you a, you want a, a few rolexes a sports car you know don't worry about it just sign with us and we'll take care of you that's cheating they cheated so their legacy is that of cheaters so this is infuriating because their fan base likes to gloat about these titles like they were won fair and square when there's proof that they were cheating. And since they were caught cheating, they haven't won anything. Is that a coincidence? Is it? Because the, Cal the, 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 um, the, the New York Giants, they won in the 80s in that same era. They won in 86 against Denver and in 1991 against the Bills. This is the Giants I'm talking about. And then the Giants were able to win in 2007 and 2011. So they won before the salary cap and after. The Niners have not won after, after they were caught cheating and after the salary cap was put in place. So... The Giants were able... Well, how come the 49ers haven't been able to win? Hmm. And the Niners have made it to two Super Bowls, but they lost. And that's because the, the, the playing field was level. You have to outplay them. You can't just get, put all the best players on your team. It comes down to coaching and, and, um, and things of that nature. When, when, when everybody's playing in the level play field, you can't just add all the best players to your team. So... 1994, there's definitive proof that the 49ers cheated to win that title. And in 89, the, the, the 49ers team is considered one of the greatest teams in NFL history. And I'm wondering now how they had all those great players. Uh, just off the top of my head, okay? They had John Taylor, Jerry Rice, Brent Jones... Tom Rathman, Roger Craig, Joe Montana, and as a backup quarterback, another Hall of Fame quarterback, Steve Young. All on the same team. And on defense, they had Charles Haley um, and Ronnie Lott. That's, that's seven or eight of the very best players in the NFL. All on one team. Does that make sense to you? No, it doesn't. Because they were cheating, more than likely. And this, the, the, the 80s 49ers, front office dealings and things of that nature, their coach Bill Walsh has passed away. Their executive, Dwight Clark, I believe has passed away due to illnesses. So being able to investigate that um, is probably damn, darn near impossible by now. Especially the NFL is not interested in having cheating allegations in their league. So the NFL, you would have to for twist their arm to be like, hey, let's investigate. They're not going to do it. But they were caught in 94. Who says they weren't cheating just a few years earlier in the late 80s and in the early 80s.
Because if you remember in the 80s, the, the New York Giants absolutely beat the crap out of the 49ers. In, in 86, in 1990, the Giants, when they played, they beat the Niners in the playoffs. So the Niners, maybe they knew they had to cheat to beat the Giants. And it's just... And this isn't just conspiracy talk because they were caught in 94. And like I said earlier, they have not won since. So, do with that what you will. Am I just talking nonsense? Am I just out there? That's a, certainly a possibility. But there's also a possibility. You know, there's this saying that, that, that truth is stranger than fiction. So things that happen in reality that seem to make no sense and seem to be bizarre and don't quite add up are very likely to happen. So this, this is the biggest sports league in the world. All right, maybe the English Premier League but I seriously doubt that they have the revenue that the NFL does. The NBA is a fraction of the size of the NFL. Maybe a third, maybe a quarter of the... As far as gross value. Like how much they're actually worth. There's no contest between the NFL and other sports leagues. So every single championship in the NFL history... Is very, very significant. Because of the, the magnitude of the league and, and what it represents. Their logo is a shield. A shield embodies or represents protection and, 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 and like rules and doing stuff the right way. It's a shield. It's to protect. That's the NFL. That, that's the image. So if you have a franchise... With a history of cheating within your within your shield, that that can just you're only as, as strong as your weakest link, and if you allow the 49ers to have this this supposedly great history of being a dominant franchise, how did you get to that point? You were cheating. This needs to be acknowledged, all right, and 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 I for one will be doing my fair bit. To remind people that they were caught cheating in that 94 year. And there were rumblings from executives that they were cheating going back to their first title in 1981. When they beat the, the Bengals. And that first time they beat Cincinnati. Then they beat the, the Dolphins in 84. They beat the, the Bengals in 88. Then they beat the Broncos in 89. And then the Chargers in 94. So. And like we've me we've mentioned a couple times now. They have not won in this era since the salary cap and free agency has been in place. And they have not won before 1981. So maybe, just maybe, 
they were cheating. And I wish there was proof that they were cheating in the 80s so we can bring it to light. But there's definitely proof that they were cheating in 94 and they were caught and punished by the NFL. So to me, that that's a legacy of cheating. So that's just my podcast. And very quickly on a different subject that has caught my attention, mathematics is not real. It exists because humans created it, okay? Like, so, math does not exist for any other species on Earth. I, my, my greatest example is a grizzly bear, okay? Like, if you look outside and there's a big boulder, that's a real thing. It exists for us humans and it exists for the grizzly bear. A, a, a stream of water, like a little creek, is real. It exists. It's right there. It's not one stream. Because in, in math, you would say that's one stream of water. That's an invention. When you say something is one or two of something, you invented that to, to, to organize yourself. All right? If there is a bushel, one bushel of apples... Those apples exist in there, and you don't know how many there are until you count them. When you count them, you're using your invention. You're using your math that you invented. But those apples already exist in that bushel. They're already there. You can say, how many apples are in there? Well, I don't know. But they're in there, right? They exist in there. Yes, that's true. But we don't know how many until we know that they're in there and they exist. Right? But we don't know how many there are until we use math, which we invented as humans, to know how many are in there. It's a creation to be organized as humans. It does not exist. Like if you ask a grizzly bear, hey grizzly bear, how many apples are right there? He's not going to care. He's just going to eat them. The same as with a bird or um, a cat. A cat is not going to count how many treats you give it. It's not going to be like, whoa, I hope I get three treats instead of two. It's just going to be like, yummy, this is good. I want more. I don't want less. You know what I mean? Like if you're driving down the street and you pass a park and there's a bunch of trees there, you're going to be, how many trees are in that park that we just drove by? Well, I don't know. They exist though. Those trees are there. They're right there. You saw them. How many trees are in that park? Well, I don't know. How are you going to know? There's trees there. They exist. Well, how, how do we know that how many there are? Because we're going to use math, which we created, we invented, to know how many trees are there. But those trees are already there. They don't need to be counted to exist. They're there. Right? Correct. It's, it, math is, does not exist in reality. It, it exists in our human brain 
to keep track of things, to be organized. We created that. Same thing as with language. We created a language to communicate and be better at, at, at communication and, and being organized and basically surviving. So, anyway, that's a whole nother topic for another day. The 49ers are cheaters. And, and they should not be allowed to claim a great history because they were cheating to accomplish it. And... I'm just a football fan, and I get carried away, and I'm passionate about football, and it bugs me, and, um, oh, and we'll just talk, touch on the, the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers, um, the, the, can, the Canadian national team has qualified for the World Cup, the United States national team has qualified for the World Cup, which is a big deal because in, in 2018, the U.S. did not qualify. And those few um, passionate soccer fans that exist here in the USA were really upset that the U.S. did not qualify for the World Cup in 2018 because it's a big deal for soccer. It's the biggest tournament in the world for the biggest, most popular sport in the world. So if you're... Uh, a United States soccer fan like myself you want to you want the US national team to represent the the United States in soccer and, and there's there's a little bit of hypocrisy amongst not a lot but there is some when the women's national team performs well there's a lot of support and passion for them and when the men's national team goes to 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 these tournaments a lot of the male sports fans in the USA pretend that it doesn't matter like oh it's just soccer who cares soccer's stupid this is football like NFL and and I love both sports if I had to choose I would choose the NFL but soccer you have to understand the passion and and and, and and the love there is for that sport around the world. And in some aspects here in, in the United States, there is also a lot of people who are very passionate about it. But anyway, the U.S. qualified, Canada qualified, and Mexico qualified. So they will all be headed to Qatar to in November for the tournament to battle these, um, these powerhouse teams from Europe and um, basically from Europe that's they kind of are the best teams um, Costa Rica may be able to qualify but they have to beat New Zealand in a playoff so New Zealand can qualify also or Costa Rica they're going to play each other to see who gets the right to go represent their country in the World Cup. So I think that that's great. And I will be rooting for Mexico. I will be rooting for the USA. And I will be rooting for Canada and hopefully Costa Rica. And then further down the list of teams I will be rooting for are the South American teams. Because South Americans also have a little arrogant streak to them where they think that Mexico and the USA and Canada and 
the Caribbean teams are not as good as South Americans. And they're probably right. But when you get on the soccer field, it's 11 against 11. Like, you have to beat them. And if these teams from the CONCACAF really focus and really get on there and compete their asses off, there's no reason that they can't play with these clubs, other clubs of other nations. So I will be rooting, like if it comes down to a South American team and a European team for the title, I will be rooting for the South American team because it's it's in this hemisphere. It's, it's connected to North and South America are connected by land. There's no giant ocean separating it. It's all one continent connect. It's only separated by language, not by like an actual language, by a label. You say this is South America and this is North America. That that's the only thing that separated. I think they're actually all the way connected, all the way from Canada and up in Alaska, all the way down to um, to Chile and Argentina and Patagonia down there it's all connected it's one giant land um and all those teams I will be rooting for um nothing against the Europeans they are as passionate and they love their their they they have that national pride and that that hope and desire and love for their teams but they need to be challenged on on the football field, and, and and I think these teams, maybe I'm delusional, maybe, but I think that these teams can challenge them, and I'm hoping that they do. Um, so I will be rooting for Mexico because that's kind of that's where my roots from my family are, but I'm American and I live in the USA and. I, it's okay. So the USA is so dominant in basketball and in, in the NFL that it doesn't mean as much for them to win in soccer as it would mean to another country. So it's been kind of tough for me to root for the USA in soccer because because of how dominant they are in in basketball. Like in the Olympics, when the USA plays in bat, like it's no contest. The USA just destroys these other teams. So, but a few years ago, I had this epiphany, um, this moment of clarity um, with the USA national team. And, And I was watching them play, and I was like, I wanted to root for them, and I was like, how can I root for them? And I just imagined that it was my son playing on that team, on the USA team. And it instantly became easy for me to root for them. And it's the same. um, Like if you just imagine, like for the U.S. women's national team, if it's one of, I just imagine that it's one of my nieces playing on that team. And it becomes easy for me to root for them. And that's the reality. Those are, are, are young women and men that they have family here. And, and if you just pretend, if you trick your mind into, into pretending that it's one of your kids out there, it becomes easy to root for them. So that's kind of like a little trick I use to, to um, kind of 
force myself to rooting for 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 the USA in soccer. Um, Canada, I mean, they have hockey. Like they don't really have to be um, dominant in soccer. Like they have hockey. Um, you know, like I don't know what else they have, but soccer. They, they they're good in soccer. They won the 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 freaking um, the the group the the qualifying stage for the Concacaf. It was. Um, Canada came in first, Mexico came in second, the USA came in third, and then um, Costa Rica came in fourth, but only the top three are assured to qualify. And then, like I said, Costa Rica has to play New Zealand now. And um, all, all, no disrespect to New Zealand, they have the rugby, they have the All Blacks, um, so they don't need soccer. They have the Rugby World Cup. They're well represented in rugby. They don't need to, to take Costa Rica. Costa Rica, that would be one of the biggest moments in their country's history to qualify for the World Cup. So that's another um, sports development here in the last couple days that I wanted to touch on. Um... I'm trying to think. Baseball season's about to start. Um, so we'll do some baseball stuff, but baseball is like a marathon. It, it starts early in the year, like in the first third of the year in April, and it doesn't end until October. So it's just it's hard to to be as passionate about baseball because it's just, it's easy in the playoffs and, and but in during the regular season it's just like it's just too long and baseball games are not exciting enough to for you to be passionate you can't be passionate for that long like you only have so much energy and to be passionate like that is just, it takes too much. So baseball, we'll do some baseball stuff, but probably not a lot. Maybe do like a little preview of the um, National League West where the um, Dodgers play and the Giants and the Padres and, and the Diamondbacks and the Rockies. Um, we'll do some stuff there. But... Um, yeah, that's that that's that's my show for the day. Um the 49ers are cheaters. They deserve to be stripped of the 1994 title. They did not earn it. The the Chargers should be awarded that title. Or there should be no title at all for that year. And or maybe the Cowboys but no, not them neither. Um, Cause I don't want to say maybe Dallas was cheating, but now I'm worried of who was cheating. Were all these teams that were dominant back in that era were they cheating? And if everybody was cheating, was it actually cheating, or was it just the way things were done? But if it's cheating by the book, it's cheating, and the Niners were caught. So. That was the first part of the show. The 49ers are cheaters. Their legacy of cheating from manipulating the salary cap, using stick'em, um, t- 
tampering with the Ch Chicago Bears linebacker. Um, yeah, it's just it, there's a lot there for the Niners um, to be able to say we're a squeaky clean franchise. You guys are cheaters. Math does not exist only in human minds. It exists. Okay? That's the only place it exists in the human mind. If you look outside and you look at trees, those are real. Those exist. You look at, at, a, at a boulder, a rock, a branch on the ground, that's real. There is no number two just laying there. There is no number one. There's just things. Physical things. Math only exists in your mind. In our mind. In the human mind. World Cup qualifiers are done. Um, luckily, Mexico qualified. Luckily, the USA qualified. Canada qualified. So there's going to be excitement in our region here in the earth. For soccer this 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 fall the World Cup is usually played in the summer but it will be played later because of the COVID situation that has just plagued the franchise the, the franchise plagued the earth the, the planet the earth the flat earth that we call home um, so COVID has kind of taken its toll but um, human beings are very resilient and um and we're going to do the World Cup. And, and that's how it should be. And it's going to create great passion. Great energy around, around the planet. And I'm honestly hoping that all these smaller clubs. Smaller nations. Perform well. I hope there's big time upsets. Because it means so much more for, for these littler nations. And by littler, I mean um, not as developed in the soccer. Because some of the country, like Belgium is a, is a small nation, like as far as their actual physical size. But they are an absolute powerhouse in soccer. Like they just, they, they have their infrastructure, their sports infrastructure is a lot different than in the USA where over here... We, all our best athletes, go to the NBA or the NFL, um, and that's where they spent their whole lives trying to get to the NBA or to the NFL, and those are the very, very, very best athletes. And there's a lot of great athletes left over for soccer, but if, the, if, if you can tap into, into those guys that play basketball, the speed and, and the athleticism that those guys have, and you can get a, a few of those guys on on, on the on the soccer teams, like forget about it, dude. Like that that would that would be a giant leap in 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 the quality of your soccer. But yeah, I hope that there's a, a lot of um, teams, smaller teams, even the Africa teams. I, I hope they play well because it's just so much so much meaning more meaningful. For them, because you know, like they're they're poorer countries, they don't really have a lot going. It's a struggle, day in and day out. Um, so when you get your your national team to go represent you on that stage, 
it, it, it invokes some 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 passion and some pride and, and some love and some 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 goodwill amongst the the, the populace of, of those countries you know like they, they 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 will put aside their differences maybe for a few weeks to to root for their teams to to go you know play well and um i think that that's one of the things that that the world cup was meant to do but a lot of like corruption within fifa which is unfortunate but it, it, if you look at it every sport is kind of like we just talked about in the nfl like the 49ers you know, fifa some of their executives taking bribes uh, there's a lot there with FIFA, um, but the 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 sport is so so beautiful that it it tr it kind of like ascends above that stuff, and people can't help but to love watching their players and and their national colors out there and rooting for them and wanting to them to win, and um, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, um, there was a final thing I touched on I'm kind of forgetting now um but yeah that that's the show for today and um I'm your host George D um this is the George D football show and I will talk to you guys um probably tomorrow um until then you guys be good and be good to each other um be kind. Um, take time out of your day to check in on vulnerable people in your society. Whether it be elderly people who are subject or vulnerable to scams and, and to, to violence. As far as like um, they're, they're, predators will see them as easy victims. And especially with children. You really want to look out for kids, and, and, and if 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 the whole populace turn their collective eyes on vulnerable children in in a protective way, to look after them and and make sure that they're that they're that they're safe, the these predators that that will want to hurt ch children, they will not be able to because the spotlight will be there. They they work in 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 darkness and, and and in places where they feel like their their secrecy and their abusive demonic satanic nature. The these predators these these these, these evil doers look to prey on children and, and 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 everybody that is too focused on their own on their own life will not even be aware of it. So if you take time to um to check in to 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 look and to to wonder how these people are doing it might it might it might um you might save somebody from 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 abuse or even worse, you know? So look out for vulnerable people, um children, the elderly, um Adults are in their prime are more than capable of defending themselves and and if there's if they're victims of abuse they know how to defend themselves and they know that there's resources available to help so I'm not really too worried about 
adults being big i'm more worried about the vulnerable right like they need they're the ones that need that 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 shield and that protection so and yeah just just do some of that stuff you know like um because you never know you could like actually save someone and um yeah other than that this is your host george d i will talk to you guys uh tomorrow